1: Friday's NBA doubleheader, Joel Embiid and the 76ers take on Jason Tatum and the Celtics. Then, Nikola Jokic and the Nuggets face off against KD and the Suns. Coverage begins with Countdown at 7 Eastern on ESPN and the app. Welcome back to our second hour of Get Up, coming to you live from the CD. Yay!
2: What's up <laughs> Woo!
1: We do that at eight, nine o'clock. We're just rolling, rolling, rolling. Roll. It's time for some bold predictions. Dan Orlosky, week 13, bold prediction. What do you got?
3: I'm gonna say that Texas is going to get into and earn their way into the college football playoff. Big 12 championship game this weekend versus Oklahoma State. They're gonna get the necessary help that is needed. They went into Tuscaloosa and beat Alabama by 10. That does not happen on a consistent basis. So the fact that that win looms and they win this weekend, they will be in that college football playoff
1: four teams. We'll find out at noon on Sunday. Harry Douglas, what's your bold prediction for this weekend? Ooh, we going to the frozen tundra. I got Jordan Love and the Green
4: Bay Packers beating Patrick Mahomes and the Kansas City Chiefs. Mm. Last Thursday on Thanksgiving, using play action, 9 for 11 152 yards. Matt LaFleur, make sure you use play action when it comes to Jordan love. I got them upsetting the Kansas City Chiefs this
1: weekend. He would, what do you got for a bold prediction for week 13? I got C.J. Stroud, three
5: tutties, no interceptions. Three tutties. Yeah, we know how this Denver Broncos defense has been feasting with 16 turnovers in the last four games. It's outrageous. But I think C.J. Stroud, like he talked about, man, when you turn the ball over, shoot or shoot,
1: that man's going to shoot, but he ain't going to turn it over. Hey, what's your bold prediction? And does it have anything to do with turnovers?
2: Mm, It does. Deron Bland, five, six picks in 11 games. He's going to get another one. This guy, honestly, I'm sorry, Big Gino, but I think he's going to pick you off. And uh, apologies to TJ Watt, Miles Garrett, and a lot of these other guys. But right now, Deron Bland, Defensive player of the year.
1: So wow. Making another pick six. Wait, man, this, he really has been awesome. He's uh, been great. You know, after they lost uh, Diggs, we, we thought they might take a hit there in the secondary, but they were.
2: Credit Mike McCarthy.
1: Credit Mike McCarthy. You know who else? Credit Mike McCarthy for <laughs> the Dallas Cowboys' recent success? Robert Griffin III.
5: For me, it's Mike McCarthy saying to everyone that called his offense archaic and said that the game had passed him by and said that he was a terrible coach. He came back and he made the changes that he needed to make to get his guy rolling. And Dak Prescott is playing at it, not just at an MVP level. In in my opinion, he's above Jalen Hurts right now Mm. because of the way that he's played.
1: Yeah, so we discussed that earlier uh, in the show, and, and the, look, they're going to play each other next week, right? After the Cowboys get done with the Seahawks tonight, the mm-hmm. Eagles play the 49ers Sunday, big rematch in the NFC East next week. But how important is tonight's game, Dan, for the Dallas Cowboys? It's massive.
3: huge. huge. It's huge with a Y. Why? <laughs> it's huge because this team hasn't beaten anybody. And so if Dak Prescott wants to win the MVP, play the next month starting tonight like you had the last month. And if he does, if we're being honest, he will win MVP because he's going to have massive opportunities, massive moments against teams that we all, not only just teams, defenses that we respect and we value how good of a unit that they are. Dak's playing awesome. It's the best football that he has played in years. I don't agree with RG3 that he's playing better than Jalen, and I don't know if he's playing better. I don't believe that he's playing better than Brock Purdy. I would still say that those two guys in the NFC are playing better. That's not to say that Dak isn't playing at an incredibly high level. A lot of credit has to go to Mike McCarthy, absolutely. This offense is a different offense since it's played against San Francisco. They've changed the way that they go about calling plays, but Dak is playing absolutely fantastic. That's true. What is also true, it has been a year, 53 weeks, since this football team beat another team when their starting quarterback was playing with a winning record. Oh, See how you just made. added did, context, he did, he just but it wasn't to...
2: hate. You were just giving context. You're just you should, truth to power, but usually, and it's okay. But it's two no things can be.
1: <laughs> no one's jumping
6: on me. <laughs>
2: I'm, I'm. I'm. I just. Um... No one's like. <laughs>
1: <laughs> because because last hour he said winning record, and you said, well, the Jets were one and 0 when they played him, and so now he's got you. He, he shut you down ahead of time.
3: You got to, it's the winning record in the moment, not like when you play.
2: <laughs> Listen, this jet season has had no positives, so uh, that was a positive. Okay, so uh, this game is huge. Um, are we talking about the game? Are we talking about Dak versus Jalen? Talk about the game,
1: tonight's game, Thursday no, Night Football. It, it
2: is huge for everything that Dan laid out. We think that the Cowboys are a great team, a very good team. But when you look at what's the gap between, to me, it's the Eagles and the 49ers, and we'll find out. Between the 49ers and Eagles, who's good right now? Who's the better team right now? But again, for Dak, I, Bill Barma had tweeted this the other day. Dak Prescott has an 80.7 QBR since week six. Nobody else is over 68. Yeah. Dak is playing phenomenal right now. But Dak, what I love about Dak, confident Dak, in the moment Dak, self-assured Dak, Dak playmaker Dak. He is telling you, hey, man, I'm putting up numbers, but it really doesn't matter. The next month of the season matters. What we do in the playoffs matter, and that ends all discussion because he's right.
4: Well, I will say this. When you look at Jalen Hurts and you look at Dak Prescott, Jalen Hurts has played better competition, right? And he's been able to get it done at the end of the game. Careful saying that. No, lately that's true.
3: Why are you jumping
2: on Harry? Let the man cook. It's because
4: you're not allowed
3: to say that. You, you're not allowed to speak in context, you know? <laughs> I,
4: was
2: you know mad, where, I was like, you where's
3: you he know going way, with this? You know <laughs> what? You, you know what? He, he's so sensitive for the so last sensitive. hour. He's so
0: really
1: sensitive. He's really mad he'll get up and walk around. Don't
4: worry. <laughs> we'll were you revisit this conference? We'll revisit that conference? That was no, good. Keep going. The reason why I brought that up is because Dak Prescott is going to get his moment, yes. right? He's going to get it against Seattle, Philly. Buffalo, Miami. I want to see his, if he's going to be able to get it done in crunch time when the game is on the line like we seen Jalen Hurts be yeah, able right.
5: to do. Yeah. That's real talk. I, I just, you know, like first of all, I got to say I love Confident oh, that.
0: I do. I I love yeah. confident Dak. Dak. But, a,
5: but you know, it's, for it's me, a, me it's see. just like
3: what clicked? Like like what, like what clicked? Can what, I ask what? you a question real quick off that? Yeah. Do you think he's really confident? Yes. Yeah. Why? Yeah. Why kicking everybody's butt? I don't know. Well, but, I, I think I think. But true th- confidence comes from to Harry's point, doing it against really good defenses and really good teams. Right?
5: Sometimes you get jump stumps. Sometimes you got to have a jump starter to kind of get things going. Sure. And I think with, with Dak over this this last month stretch, you could just sense it. It's like you just keep put, couldn't keep putting bricks on top of the pile. And it's leading to this moment now, where we talk about this next five game: Seahawks, Eagles, Bills, Ducks. We're going to learn. We're going to learn a lot. We're going to learn you, a lot about, you, about Dak Prescott. You, you, but what? what, you, but, what you yeah. Question.
3: What made you say that? What Uh-oh. made you say that? What, what's going what made you say on? that? No, I'm being. I'm, that's an honest question of mine. Like okay. because because again, he's playing phenomenal football. But he the last three teams that he's played against, they're the 32nd, 31st, and 28th ranked defenses. We would he hope can't, he can't do anything about that. I, I'm aware of that. I'm right. aware of that, but okay. that does matter, right? Like, yeah. it, it, okay. that, that yeah. does matter when it comes to you're playing awesome, but we don't. This year, we don't have evidence of you balling against a good defense, Philadelphia, but, Philadelphia, but that, Philadelphia's secondary has not played well this year. We know that. But to the they're,
1: earlier point, they're a different team than they were. earlier One hundred percent.
3: One hundred percent. But my my question to Wood was this: like. As athletes, you know, even for Dallas, Dallas doesn't have the ability to like know that they're really good this year because they haven't beaten anybody that we value or that they value as a really good team. That's why tonight matters. Like tonight is the first time that we sit here and say, Seattle's a good football team, right? See, we all agree that Seattle's a good football team. Not great, but good football team. Yeah. They got the chance. And re- realistically, guys, Dallas plays well. They should win this game by three touchdowns.
4: Uh, oh, I, 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 I'll be honest with you, and and he's telling no lies. I had their game a few weeks ago against the Commanders. Yeah, Seattle. 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 And, and yeah. one of the things, Seattle, that bothers me on offense, they go big game hunting too much. Yeah. Instead of just taking what the defense gives them, I think the Cowboys should win this game by three touchdowns as well.
3: If they play to their level.
4: <laughs> exactly. Right?
2: Here's my question: If the Dallas Cowboys beat, if they beat the Seahawks tonight, aren't we then going to say, "Oh, but they got to face the Eagles." Hold up, now. Yes. We got to see what they do. So, I mean, tonight is huge, but the next five weeks
3: are huge. Yeah, absolutely. I don't. Tonight for me doesn't change a lot of what my perspective is on Dallas. Well, if they lose, it would. Yeah. Yes, because it would be, it would be very surprising, specifically right. at home. I, I, again, Dallas clearly the third best team in the NFC. Right, no one's debating that anymore. We, yeah, no. we think Dallas, or Detroit's a really good team, but they're not as good as Dallas. Yeah. What's going to happen is Dallas is going to have their opportunity versus Philadelphia to chase down the potential of a one seed. I, I said this at the beginning of the year, and I know Marcus agrees with me as well. Dallas and Dak, we, the regular season, Dak said doesn't matter. What are you going to do in that moment when it, it – right. Guys, it's been 53 weeks that they beat a team with a
4: winning record and their starter was playing. And so I, they I'm, know that. I'll be honest and tell you this. The Seattle Seahawks, they're going to be on a four game losing streak <laughs> because who they play? who they play this week? Right. They got the 49ers again. They lost to the 49ers previously. And then they have
1: the Philadelphia Eagles, right? But I think they're not going to have a winning record when it's all said and done, right? And so, and so maybe we look back and say the Seattle—if they beat them tonight, mm-hmm. the Seattle win wasn't as impressive. Fact of the matter is they're trying to stay within shouting distance of the Eagles so they can actually catch it. Mm-hmm. If they win and the Eagles lose, then Dallas has a chance to tie mm-hmm. for the division lead next mm-hmm. week. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. How important is that when you're looking at Dallas five and zero at home this year, getting that division title, getting those home games? Dallas is a different animal at home.
6: Mm-hmm. They
1: play with a
5: different energy, a different swagger at home, and you, like you can make the case like. If there's a team that really, like, if you're fighting for home full advantage, there's a team that really could use it. It's Dallas. Great point. It's really it's Dallas. So, with the, we know the Philadelphia Eagles' schedule down stretch is brutal. They can they are for the challenge, but there's an opportunity for Dallas in this this scenario where it's going to come. It, I, like I said, Dak and Jalen is on a collision course. Right. I believe. Sure. It, at the end of the season, what when when they play play each other next, the, week, next, next week, right? Week.
1: They, like, four,
3: they, two,
5: got a, they got eight. a chance. He, like There's a
3: chance right there. I remember last year, specifically when Brock Purdy took over, I thought it was the easiest path ever for Dak and Dallas mm-hmm. to get to the NFC title because right. there was a lot of unknown in the conference and some of the big dogs were out. Dak, this opportunity could be one of the most important stretches of Dak Prescott's career. We know the team is loaded. He's playing the best football he has. If he plays the next five games like he has the last five games, Mm -hmm. Dallas will probably get the one seat because they'll beat Philadelphia at home, and Dak is very much so going to be right at the top of the list for MVP. We haven't seen that version of this Cowboys football team.
1: Put a button on his us, will you?
3: This game game is
2: huge. <laughs> huge
1: with a Y? Yeah, but it's no H huge. It's just
2: Y U G E. Is it
1: Y U G E? Is it's it H Y U G E? No. Is it huge? It's just huge. Huge. You right.
3: got to say, it with that, 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 uh, annoying
1: accent mm-hmm. as well. Mm-hmm. We'll be yeah. back on yeah. is <laughs> <laughs> We'll be back on the Scripps National uh, spelling bee. I mean on Get Up. Uh, with a huge game for Jalen Hurts on Sunday but we'll give you a huge factor that could keep him from soaring past the 49ers and we'll also tell you why Orlovsky was uncomfortable in his chair the last time we talked about Josh Allen. Our crew was so fired up we gotta do it again. When we come back on Get Up.
7: Macy's has the perfect gift guide to make picking something for mom easy this year. Head to Macy's.com slash gift finder today. That's Macy's.com slash gift finder.
1: We're back on Get Up. Time to play a little game of right or wrong. Kimberly Martin, the Chiefs offense is fixed. Is that right or wrong?
2: Ugh, wrong. Listen, I think they still rely too much on Travis uh, Travis Kelsey. I, I, my fear with these wide receivers is the consistency. As long as you have 15, 87, They're good, but you need to be great when you're a Super Bowl caliber team.
1: Yeah, uh, that's been the problem. We'll see if the young guys can put it together and be more consistent down the stretch. Dan Orlowski, Sean Payton was worth the Broncos trading a first-round pick for, right or wrong?
3: That's not right. That's absolutely right. The way that Sean Payton has this football team playing specifically after the, the way that this season started. And I think the most important part is this. The biggest question was... Coming into this year, can he get Russell Wilson to become a different player than he has been? That is unequivocally the answer of a yes, strictly because he's got Russell Wilson to be a way more efficient quarterback.
1: Damian Woody, the Bills' playoffs hope, playoff hopes are done. Is
5: no,
7: that,
1: that right or wrong? No, that's wrong. That's wrong. Listen,
5: when you got Josh Allen, he can go nuclear at, at any moment. Yes, we we know about you know turnover stuff like that, but when you got Josh Allen, you're gonna have an opportunity.
1: Yeah, I, I think that's true, right? I mean, if you got Josh Allen; he's gonna keep you in the game, right? No, right here. I, I agree. No but problems at all. It, it, no issues. When it, when it comes to Josh Allen. Josh
4: Allen. Right. When certain plays present themselves. Yeah. If you have to go win the football game, I need you to be that guy to do that. If yeah. you got a chance to put the Eagles away and end it in in, in overtime, I need you to make that play. Cover zero, right here. Game, him and Gabe Davis not being on the same page. I. I did these guys not practice what they wanted to do? Did they not communicate with each other in this situation or what they wanted to do? Because when I played the game, I always knew what Matt Ryan wanted to do versus Cover Zero. Yeah. Always knew what he expected of me. So it takes two to tango or are we yeah. just pinning it on the quarterback? No, no, it takes two to tango, but at the same time, Josh Allen is the quarterback. Our quarterbacks and so his feelings are. Are you communicating? With your guy the proper way. That that that's all I'm asking.
3: That, that's fa- but we don't we don't know exactly what the rule of we, we think hey he should have gone in when he went out or Josh saw this but we we don't know exactly what was the communication and or the the plan or the rules of that play. So here's the thing we can't uh-oh. live in the world. Oh, he about
2: to take off, y'all.
3: Uh, he, we can't uh-oh. live in this world and sit there and say. At the end of the game, when the play presents itself, I need you to make that play. I, w- I would have loved for it to happen. But that's not just on, well, Josh Allen didn't do the right thing with the football. He threw, the wrong t- threw it to the wrong team. Like, it took, it took two guys there, right? So I'm, I'm, not, I'm not living in this world where Josh Allen is the, the reason why they lost that football game. I'm, I'm not going to. I'm not going to sit here and say, Josh Allen is the reason why that team was in that game, Right? Yeah, one hundred percent. Okay, yeah. so da- the reason why they lost that game was because they couldn't get off the field in that two-minute drill. That was one of the reasons. No, that was the number one reason. That, that, but but it's one of the reasons, Dan. It's you, one of the reasons. Okay, and then maybe at the end of the game and not getting, not having, not making the decision for not going for it when you have twenty seconds. The, okay, so, let me ask you a so, question. So, so, so that was that,
4: zero, just don't matter. No, it
3: does matter, but it's not like the quarterback is the only person. Determining whether that play is successful or not the interception doesn't matter because after the interception
4: Philly went down and scored a touchdown Of course that
3: interception matters. I don't live in the world where it doesn't happen But the interception isn't a conversation unless the guy has has his historic performance, but that was a historic performance on third down It's a play that potentially could Austin, the game. What if what we it had up? 92 snaps, Harry.
1: But it was not oh. his first What does that got to do with anything? Year. He's leading the league in
2: interceptions. How does this not matter? Okay. And only okay. wants the stats. See, here's the problem. No. When you live in the world of stats, like you can find stats that tell you Josh Allen is the greatest thing ever. I don't live in the but world of
3: stats. I live in the world of tape. If, anyone, if, 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 if anybody Everybody knows anybody anything about well, can, home, I, well, can I say something real quick? If you would,
5: go. Last hour, I said Josh Allen, top three quarterback. Right. Josh Allen went to- totally nuclear. Right. Against against Philadelphia. Yes, yeah, sir. But we also listen. At the end of the day, would you say that Jalen Hurts ooh, made the necessary plays at the end of the game to, Get win, that, to win that game? Absolutely. That Jalen Hurts is basically the closer in the National Football Can't League. Can kill
3: right? him absolutely.
5: So isn't that the difference? Isn't that the difference, the difference? of what? Isn't that the like like? When plays are there to be made to make the play, that's the thing, right? Right? right. Isn't that's it like? It. That's I mean, all. Is that, let me, let me that's all this. we're talking about. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not trying. I'm not. Try, I'm not. I'm not tearing. I'm not tearing down Josh Allen. I just. I'm, James I, I, I admitted that he's top three. He went nuclear in that game, but when the necessary
1: plays were there to be made, there we go. There's always a butt with Josh Allen. Okay, that's, that's the point, right? And I think Harry wants to get in here too because, like, we're not talking about is he good. We're not talking about is he capable. We're talking about it. he doesn't want to be top three. He's, He's great. One. So check this He's out. He's
4: great. When it comes to the National what? Football League right now, and I understand Joe Burrow is hurt, when it comes to the biggest moment, the quarterbacks that I trust the most, Patrick Mahomes, Joe Burrow, and Jalen Hurts, Josh Allen is not on that list in my opinion.
3: That's great. I disagree with your opinion and I respect yeah, it, but I disagree with your opinion. Dan, can no. I
5: can I ask you a question? Yes, sir. i want to ask you one question. Sure. I think we everyone in <laughs> this table can acknowledge Josh Allen is great. Yes. Would everybody agree that Josh Allen is great, like yes. great? I feel like He's great. That. He's great. I'm waiting for it. why is why is Buffalo six and six? Because they lost four defense. Oh, damn!
6: Wow. Oh, oh, <laughs>
2: yeah, can you save me? <laughs> I, I, just don't I, you oh, me. I just don't hold on. Let me,
1: let me Kimberly, would you like to stand up and say something? Six and I just six. don't
2: understand why <laughs> Daniel acts like the Bills are the only team that has suffered catastrophic injuries. They, ha- they have
3: are the, on the defensive side. Oh my god.
2: Who we else has lost three li- defensive no, studs? Here's my but well, here's my point. The Eagles there are teams literally playing without their starting quarterbacks right now, and they have they're in playoff contention. The Bills are tenth. They are looking They – we're having a debate about whether the Broncos or the Bills will make the playoffs. What world are we living in where we are <laughs> wondering why the Bills are so far out of the playoff window? This team is too good to be 6-6. Six and six. I'm sorry. Josh Allen, too good to be 6-6. Six and six. He's and but we're... great. He is great. But every year he has been in the league, Sean McDermott, Brandon Bean, Josh Allen himself have talked about the turnovers. He's playing phenomenal. Okay. But – there are turnovers, and that's been a storyline throughout his career. And it's not a but, it's not just a just a Josh Allen butt. Yes. We have butts for Dak. We have butts for the best quarterbacks. That's what it is, guys. When you are the franchise guy, you are gonna get the smoke more than others, and you live with it. Josh, he's less upset about this conversation than you are, and I just want to understand why.
3: Because I'm the person that believes that we talk about certain quarterbacks, and Dak Prescott is probably in this world, and I've probably been victim to that. I will be openly admitting to that that I've probably seen it through a vantage point that I have learned to adjust off of. Hembo, give me Buffalo's defensive ranking this year, please. That's why they're six and six, because their defense is not nearly as good as it was in the past. And partly, or the main part, is was is because of defense. Let me guys ask you guys that's this that, question. That's part of the. Equation. That's right. That's so part, that's part, of, part of, it.
1: of it. Let me let is me Phil, ask you guys. Is Philadelphia's defense as really good as it was short. last year? <laughs> I'm sit in my no. Chair.
3: <laughs> no. What's their record? Oh, no, they won. Oh, it's interesting. Uh, okay, so l- let me. Ask you guys this question. We always talk about Josh Allen, and there's always a but. And then one of the first things, if not the first things, is everyone brings up the turnovers, okay? Is that, is that accurate for you? the say? league in interceptions! He's How do you not bring the it up? Fudging league in touchdowns. So if you dude. want it to stop, stop turning the football So over. let me have this conversation. <laughs> let's, let's talk about turnovers does, in does, the proper does turn, context. Oh, can I ask you? It, does, 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 turno- does turnover margin matter? Does, is there, is that, it an important stat? Yeah. Does does touchdown to turnover margin matter? Turnover is the second most important stat correlating to wins other than points. Uh, Okay, so touchdown to turnover margin in your words matters. It does. Okay, so the only quarterback this year that has a better touchdown to turnover margin than Josh Allen this year is Dak Prescott. Go back to last year. The only two quarterbacks in the NFL that were better when it comes to touchdown and turnover margin, Patrick Mahomes and Jalen Hurts. Go back three years ago. The only quarterback that had a better touchdown to turnover margin, Patrick Mahomes. Go back to four years ago. The only quarterback with a better touchdown to turnover margin is
4: Patrick Mahomes. But stop. Harry, we got 20 seconds. If the Bills don't make the playoffs because of – One game, they need that one game. What happened week one?
3: He played like a child. I said that. No one was more outspoken about it than that. I also can point to 12 men on the field versus a field goal situation against Denver. I could also point to not being
1: able to get off the field against Philadelphia. Bills are on a bye this week. <laughs> that gives us two weeks to talk about No, <laughs> <laughs> You know who's not on a bye this week? Cowboys. <laughs> Zach Prescott's the talk of the town. Don't forget about that Dallas defense. Olowski will show you why opposing offenses are struggling to get anything Ooh. by the Cowboys right <laughs> now. But first, we got Sneaky Hembo. It's for Harry today. Deron Bland has five pick sixes this season. Which defensive player has the uh, most in NFL history? Harry Douglas, <coughs> answer that question. When we come back, get up. Now
3: you got that answer,
7: right?
1: Now, we're back on Get Up. I have no idea what's going on. <laughs> Everybody's running around. It's crazy, but it is Sneaky Hembo time, and it's for Harry. What was the question again? It was about pick sixes. It's yes. easy. who has the most in NFL history? Yeah, this is easy.
4: Uh, the guy that, that this this the, that, that has this answer—that's the correct answer—was uh, <laughs> <What? laughs> the head coach in the XFL, and I covered him. So we're gonna go with Rod Woodson. Spin it as we
1: spin the ball. Rod Woodson. Rod Woodson so is correct. Does it roll? Does it roll? has twelve to the That <laughs> <laughs> too easy to a question. I don't know. It too easy. It. It took me a like second to get, it, to
2: get out of my mouth. I'm trying to, mouth.
1: to figure out if that's going to cost us money, but we'll figure that out in a, in a little no, bit. No, Big news in the uh, Greenberg household, mm-hmm. where we assume they're watching today. Jets quarterback Aaron Rodgers moved one step closer to an improbable comeback as he returned to practice yesterday on a limited basis exactly 11 weeks after he had surgery to repair a torn Achilles. Rodgers cleared for... Functional football activity, but not contact that according to head coach Robert Sala has said he'll return if he feels good and the team is in playoff contention, which at four and seven, eh, you could argue that maybe they're almost not three of their next four (laughs) games are at home and they have games remaining against teams with young quarterbacks like the Falcons, the Texans, the Commanders, the Browns the Patriots. So maybe it's a little bit. Forgettable. Uh, what do we think? Is Rogers coming back to save the Jets season? D Wood. Hell no. All right no. then. Hell no, no. First thing no. is next. No, no. no. Have you have you, seen, have you seen the Jets offense? I have. Well, <laughs> no, actually not for you a while. Okay. You <laughs> the, the Lord has blessed so it's been, you. It's been it's on the back on been
2: of a milk It's like the the missing yeah. post. Yes, yeah, so
1: yeah. it's been
5: in. uh on the back of a milk
2: carton.
5: What do you? Um. You know what? You know the funny thing is, like I saw his college stats?
2: How'd that go? And I'm like, how the hell does this
5: dude end up in the pros? Like, off of that, like, what are we doing here? What are we doing Where here? Where did he go to school
1: first? Didn't he go to Connecticut? He did go to
2: Connecticut. <laughs> uh-huh. He
1: did. his is Connecticut's own uh, Tim Boyle trying to lead the Jets <laughs> to. He try, he's trying to keep them in the race until Rodgers can play, and if that's the case. No, I think from no. a psychological
2: standpoint, I always thought Aaron Rodgers being in the facility, him being at practice, I think this team does need him, his his presence, his leadership. Now, the question of whether they will still be in playoff contention by the time it actually matters, I don't know. Because here's the thing, if Tim Boyle was that good, he would have started over Zach Wilson from the jump. There's a reason we haven't seen, seen Tim Boyle up until now. Um, so so I don't know. But Rodgers, Aaron Rodgers is a different cat. Like, credit to him for even being in a position where – playing the season is a possibility, albeit unlikely.
3: So, number one, what's happened, to Kimberly's point, is absolutely remarkable, that that he is back this quickly on a football field. Two things uh, that at least have to happen. They have to win two out of their next three. Because then that gets to them to that December 24th, Christmas Eve potential game, correct? So yes. if they went two out of the next three and they get themselves to what would be six and seven, then they're still alive. Excuse me, six and eight, then they're still alive. Because now Now, if they do that, then they also need a little bit of help. Right, like, Houston sure. potentially has to fall off, or sure. Cleveland, Indora, or, yeah. or Indy, or, oh, sure. right, so they have to take care, of, it's almost college football-like, you have to take care of your own and hope for some help. If that happens, then I could see him coming back, I absolutely can see him being ready for that Christmas Eve game. If that doesn't happen, they, they lose two of the next three, or mm-hmm. Indy, or somebody goes on this heater and wins the next three, sure and they're mathematically eliminated, Woody Johnson, the owner, needs to step in and say, this is what I will give you because you've earned the right, and I understand, to go and accomplish that outrageous goal that you set out. I'll give you one snap. Go on the field, play one snap. You did it. No one else has done it, and then you are come off because next year is now more prevalent. How do you think that conversation would go?
5: I would say uh, Dan doesn't know Woody Johnson
3: like that. <laughs> I don't. He does not.
6: <laughs> you, 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 you're my, does, yeah, you're my yeah.
4: investment. I, I just don't think he should come up, come back and play um, because 2024. Yeah, uh, you got to bank on 2024 right now because even if he does come back and play with that offensive line being depleted at some point, if they make the playoffs, one of those defenses is go- are going to get him at some yeah. point.
1: Yeah, we'll find out. Look, he says he can do it. He wants to be able to do it. We'll find out a lot still to be figured out with Aaron Rodgers' recovery and the Jets' season. But speaking of college football, uh, we're just four days away from knowing which four teams are going to be in the playoff. In the penultimate rankings, the four power five programs that are undefeated occupy the top four spots. It includes Florida State sitting at number four, even though their starting quarterback is hurt. And that has annoyed our man Paul Feinbaum.
7: I don't really care about the argument that Florida State is an undefeated power five champion. I mean, so what? They're beating Louisville, which lost to a pedestrian Kentucky team last week. To me, uh, Alabama and and Texas are are razor close. I'll give Alabama the edge for one reason, because they would have beaten the biggest bully in the land, and that should count for something.
1: The Louisville shade, though, I mean, like, it's just too much, right? Yeah, yeah. at least pronounce it right. (laughs) (laughs) It's Louisville. Did he
3: say at the end there that in regards to Alabama, if they beat Georgia, that should at least count for something? Yeah. So then Texas beating Alabama counts for nothing? Like, does that
4: not That's have to I count think. for something? And, and, and it was you cannot very controlled. It, yes. Well, like, that, that, that game, Texas really beat Alabama. Like, they beat really them. beat yeah. Alabama. That, the Texas defensive line embarrassed the offensive line and sacked Jalen Miro. Quinn Ewers – was unbelievable in that matchup. Yeah. Uh, Xavier Worthy, Ad Mitchell, and the tight end Sanders—they had yeah, a bro. game yeah. in that in that matchup. See, so, Harry, for so, me, you-
3: like you can't put Bama in and not put
1: Texas. In. I feel the same way. You yep. can't. I had to hit matters on the road. Who are you taking out? If Bama wins and Texas wins, who's out?
3: I think who would be out would be Florida State. Florida State and the potential Pac-12 champion. Interesting, which would be again, but but the committee's goal has to be the two best games. Right. If Alabama goes and beats Georgia and, and it's uh, again, it's not one of those weird games that Georgia, you know, fumbles two punt returns that get brought back to the house or something like that. But it's just a football game. And Bama beats Georgia. I think Georgia and Bama get in Michigan. We all anticipate to win Texas win, has to win, obviously. Texas would sure. be. In. Well, I, I
4: think Texas win has to be in a deciding
3: fashion. Yeah.
4: Sure, like I, it can't I, be no no thriller with Oklahoma State. I
5: feel like if Texas wins in convincing fashion, they'll get in. That's
3: just my feel. Their one loss would be to their arch rival mm-hmm. on the last play of the game. That's right. I, they that's beat what, Alabama.
5: Yes, they beat Alabama. Like you, we can't dismiss them going in Tuscaloosa
1: and, ha- and handling business the way they did. If they, so you think if if Alabama wins, that they definitely have to be in as SEC champion. The idea of a college football playoff. How do you leave the SEC SEC champion champion out of the college
4: football playoff?
3: It's not a definite for me. No, I think it's likely, but because you have to watch how the games get played. If if Alabama beats Georgia, okay, and Oregon beats Washington, and Florida State loses, well then that's easy. Like that's that's an easy place. But if Alabama beats Georgia and Washington beats Oregon, and Florida State beat Louisville by Louisville by 35, then you're sitting there going, all right, are we going to put two SEC teams in, meaning Bama and Georgia, Michigan, and we're going to leave potentially two undefeated? Can, I ask, you a qu- th- can I
5: ask you this question? Out? Yeah. Is there any scenario that Georgia is out?
3: Yeah, that's, that's they the would have place. to get absolutely dump trucked by Bama. Dumb. And I don't think that is
1: I think And have like, other results go against them. Correct.
3: Right? I, don't, I, think, I mean, because you,
5: you're talking about you're talking about you could have a situation where Michigan, Big Ten champion. Right. Yep. Uh or whoever wins the, the, the Pac-12 champion, Right. and then the uh big the big 12. Big 12 champion. Yep. Could you like how can you have Georgia, Georgia and Bama, Bama in, right? Georgia right. and you know Georgia and Bama in. One's not a, a conference. But see, champion. that's why I
4: think the University of Georgia right now they can eliminate a lot
1: of things from going on if they just beat Alabama. Correct. Sure, that makes it all really yep. easy because we know Georgia belongs in. They've won the last two,
3: right? And so we have to remember, it happened fourth and thirty-one. Like that's that's that, right. that can change the way that this all shakes out because if that doesn't get converted, right. we're not having a conversation of can right.
1: Alabama get in? Right. Yeah, well, we'll find out all that uh, all uh, how this all shakes out on Sunday at noon uh, when the college football playoff is revealed on ESPN and the app. When we come back on Get Up, Dak. Prescott is the talk of the town, but don't forget about the Dallas defense. Orlovsky will show you why opposing offenses are struggling to get anything past the Cowboys right now. Plus, it's our most dangerous and irresponsible segment. Our big man Damian Woody is, oh my goodness gracious, that is intimidating. He's going to smash some helmets when we come back.
3: That
5: speech, don't give up, don't ever give up, has created what we're here today, a legacy that affects so many people battling cancer. And that's what Jimmy's done, save lives, and will go on generation after generation. And that's a great legacy to have.
1: You can join the fight against cancer by visiting v.org slash donate. 100% of your donation goes directly to Cancer Research. Back on Get Up, the Dallas Cowboys open week 13 tonight against the Seattle Seahawks. And Dan Orlovsky, you have some tape on the Cowboys defense.
3: And it all starts with this guy, number 11, Micah Parsons. Reality is this, if you allow this Dallas defense to think and you know, or anticipate a passing situation, you're absolutely done. So I told you guys everybody at home that it starts with Micah Parsons. Okay, so Micah's on our right side here. Now naturally you are gonna take two of your or three of your offensive linemen and kick that way just cause out of respect, this Dallas defensive line wants one thing. Absolute chaos. So when you push people that way, what's going to happen is the Cowboys are going to do a really nice job of taking this defensive tackle and kind of occupying two bodies and then running that defensive end through this gap. Now I want to bring it back to the beginning. This is what I say when I talk about the chaos that this defensive line wants to create. When you say start this play, the, the, the Washington offensive line starts with that parallel straight line naturally. That's like everybody. Now watch what the chaos ensues or how it happens and what happens to that offensive line. Remember, they started as a flat line within a very short period of time. Look at this. They are now a straight line going back to the quarterback. That's the chaos that this offensive, this defensive unit wants to try and create. We started as a straight line. Right, we started parallel. Now look at this chaos that has ensued as an offensive line. Seattle, if you don't handle that tonight, you have no shot. The reason is because you make it too obvious that it's going to be a passing situation. Now if you go to Micah Parsons specifically, watch for this tonight if you are Seattle and you see Micah Parsons in the middle of the defensive line this is when you say we have to do something differently what they do is they try to get these five guys across the line of scrimmage one two three four five and they want Micah in the middle of it. Why do they want Micah in the middle of it? Micah then gets what we call a two-way go. He gets to wreak havoc on this center. So offenses go, well, we're not going to put him, What you know this, in these one-on-one situations. Offenses will say, well, we're going to kick towards him or we're going to push people towards him because we don't want those one-on-ones. So they take that guard and say, all right, we're going to push our guard that way, and we're just going to go, we'll go four to three, all right? Well, here's the downside. They got other guys, too. That's why everyone talks about Micah and the sacks, the pressure that he creates for other guys. Now I've got that one-on-one with the tackle versus an elite rush guy. Look at the gap that gets created strictly because Micah being in the center, and you got to pay so much attention to him, and that's an easy pressure situation for this Cowboys defense. So tonight, if the Seattle Seahawks just say, hey, guys, that's an obvious, what do you know this? You know, the offensive line starts this way, and they get vertical, you're done. So you got to cre- you can't allow this defensive line to anticipate pressure. You got to create doubt in their minds. And if you see Mike in the middle of the, the defensive line, I'm telling you, you got to do something other than just straight drop back.
1: That Cowboys defense going to have to be pretty sharp in their ne- in their upcoming game. In December they have faced four offenses with high quality quarterbacks. They got the Eagles and Jalen Hurts, they got the Bills and Josh Allen, they got the Dolphins and Tua Tunga Vailoa, and they have the Lions with Jared Goff. All four of them currently rank in the top seven with in total offense per game and have a collective record of 32 and 13 this season. It is time now for catching Everybody's up with favorite Okay, Haymar, what do you got?
2: All right, so number one, Shaq Leonard. He left the Dallas Cowboys, had a great visit, but left without a deal, and he visited the Eagles. Here's the thing they're expected to make Expect- Shaq Leonard is expected to make a decision this weekend. The question of whether or not he goes to Dallas or Philly that'll be interesting because both teams need a linebacker, and both teams are in playoff contention. Now, speaking of Eagles, Lane Johnson. Here's a good thing, guys. Lane Johnson said Lane Johnson will play this weekend. <laughs> But he's been dealing with this groin injury. He said it was a flare-up from scar tissue from previous surgery. So he says he's good to go, but I don't know. I'd rather take Lane Johnson at 50%, 60% than no Lane Johnson at all. So that's good news for the Eagles. Now, lastly, if you guys had on your bingo card that Mac Jones would be spiraling in New England, go play the lotto, because this situation is wilder than the Jets' QB situation. Now, Bailey Zappi took first team reps in practice, and Mac Jones took scout team reps, reportedly, in, in New England. So the, it seems like the Patriots are leaning towards starting Bailey Zappi against the Chargers, which is wild considering the, st- the state of their franchise. What is going on with the Patriots' way? Mac has lost his way. Belichick has lost his way. I don't know what's going on over there.
1: Yeah, I don't know what's going on there either, and I'm not entirely sure. The Patriots they do because know. they keep they going back and forth. And we guy got a guy, and we'll see what happens. But one thing I do know for sure is that it's time to smash some tiny helmets.
2: Ooh, let's go.
1: Welcome to the most dangerous this segment. Very... Big man
7: tiny helmet. Get the goggles ready. That went right by my face. Things just got real. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> talk to the side. Touch the side. Graziano's got a lot of potential. <laughs> Oh, holy oh, smoke. There's no coming
5: back
1: from I, I think that might be my best. All right. Oh, there we are. All right, it's time for <laughs> Big Man Tiny Helmets. What do we got first? I can never do this with the goggles on. <laughs> you got cowboys and like, Seahawks right? Yeah. Yeah, I am. I'm old.
2: Oh, wait. Yes, on. Cowboys, on, oh, oh, okay, hold on, hold on. You re- are you ready, Kimberly? Yeah, yeah, go, yeah. Okay. Go, Bishop. Oh. Yeah, that's, what we, that's Do how that we start. To Gino. No. Yeah, yeah. Do that to Gino. yeah,
5: I got to give it to my boy Gino. Listen, I think this is the this is the, this is is the the start that we've been talking about with the Dallas Cowboys the next, you know, four or five weeks. I think it's going to send a big message about what, what we think of this Dallas Cowboys team. They're playing at home. They're a different team at home. Give mm-hmm. the Cowboys.
1: How about everybody else? Who are we liking this game? Everybody.
4: Yeah, I like the Cowboys in this one as well. I think that momentum they've had the last four or five uh, weeks is going to carry over. What they've been doing. I think they're gonna beat the Seahawks decisively. That's a lie. We never That's like to
1: bad. see it when That's everybody bad. agrees. That's that sets bad. us up for failure. How about this one? How about Broncos Texans on Sunday? Who you got, D. Wood? Uh, this is a this is a great matchup right here.
5: Oh yeah. shoot! Yes, yes. Oh, it's like it literally. I think it it's like. Rick- rick- no, it, rick- it, it seven like like a pinball Wait, situation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely. It hit a lot of. Oh, different yeah, things. you see
1: that? Hey, we
4: know you've been in them trenches. Yeah,
1: got in them trenches. You. Yes, <laughs> yeah Texans, you're picking the Texans. Yes, I'm I'm picking, the I'm the, Yes, I'm picking the yeah.
5: Texans here. Everything in me told me to pick the, the Broncos because of of Sean Payton and yeah. the defense, uh-huh. but I I, I think C.J. Stroud is going to come out and is going to have the game of his career. I yeah. think he's going to he's going to go out there and ball this week.
2: Mm-hmm.
5: And as long as he doesn't turn the ball over, they're playing Believe play, they're playing at home. I'm going to pick the Houston. They should have
2: been on a four game winning streak had the officiating been better. So yeah,
1: oh, here we go with the officiating. Oh oh my goodness. Goodness. Mm-hmm. Anyway, they mm-hmm. do need that after coming that off a Howard, tough loss at home. In, I think yeah. the Howard injury in
3: Houston. Yeah. Itself. It's so good. Could matter. That's yeah. for sure. And, all right. How about the
1: big one on Sunday? We got the Eagles Ooh, and the 49ers in that? the that's NFC good. Championship game rematch. B-What, who you got? Oh, oh. yes. Oh,
6: yes. yes.
1: Boy, he really did. I know Dan wants
5: to, like, put he the really 49ers helmet back together. That, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. really impressive. Yeah, that was, that was, you
2: need the jaws yeah, that, that was now. really good.
5: Yeah, I'm going with I'm the listen, Eagles. I'm going, I'm taking the Eagles. It, let, The 49ers are the, I know everyone talks about when the 49ers are whole, they might be the best team in the NFL, but I'm not betting against Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurts is the best big
1: game quarterback we have in the National Football League right now. I'm picking Philly. All right. Well, we'll find out what happens on this weekend, but we're going to find out what happens on first take when we're done here at the top of the hour. They will take up the question of have the Cowboys already proven that they're Super Bowl contenders. What would an Eagles win over the 49ers prove? They'll talk about that and more. It's Molly, Stephen A., Orlovsky, wow. Kmart, D. Wood. Everybody on that's, first take that's, when we that's, are done that's, here that's that's, for the hour. That's pretty
5: impressive. That's pretty impressive.
7: We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any.
2: Hey, you know who's watching
1: Get Up this morning, guys? It's Tyreek Hill. He's watching, and he says Tua may be the most underrated quarterback in the league. And it's set. Were we even talking about Tua?
2: That's his point. That's That's his his point. That's his point. But we're not talking about Tua. Well, Mm. I don't
3: know if there's been anybody in television that have said better things about Tua than I.
1: Right. So, there you go, Tyreek. Well, like, what? Like what? like,
2: what is that? <laughs> what is that? <laughs> I, mean, like, I don't know if there's anybody on television who loves Tua more than me. Congratulations. <laughs> is that, is that we a, all love Tua. I'm like, to Tyreek. Okay. Yeah. Ty- Tyreek loves you now. Okay. You happy? Jesus.
1: This whole show, you was capable Josh.
5: Hey, like
2: hey, for Josh Allen. Hey, capable for everything.
1: why? Maybe that's why Tyreek's mad. Maybe that's he's probably like Josh it. better that's than probably. Tua.
3: Tua yeah. is in t- Josh Allen. Great player. Right. Really good player.
1: All right, well, love them. Hey, well, all I know is we really appreciate, uh, Tyreek, you watching the show, and, and check in anytime. It's great to hear from you. Uh, we are almost done here. You guys got to go to first we take. We got to go argue on first take. You guys got to go argue on first take. But meanwhile, on planet Earth, that boy bad is sweeping the nation, and we have proof. Check out these Harry Douglas fans. Happy Thanksgiving. And to everybody on Get Up, I got to tell you,
7: these birds bad.
3: That boy bad that right there. That boy bad. <laughs> Arnold, that
6: boy bad. Yeah.
4: That boy bad. <laughs> Jalen Melrose, that boy bad. Yeah. <laughs> I can't even. Man, I love every bit of this man. Shout out to <laughs> Stephanie at College Game Day. She's a Michigan fan. She lives out of Arizona. Harry Douglas, Harry Douglas, that Boy, bad boy. Stephanie, man, you did your thing. Also, I love the kids. You know, I love the kids. We know you love the kids. I love them, man. Y'all yeah. keep sending those videos so we can put y'all on Get Up next Thursday. We love yeah. the support. It means everything to
1: all of us. What, what was the guy? The first guy. I was curious. What he was it, cooking? Is some that birds, uh, bad. was he cooking there? That's some turkeys or some, or some chickens. I don't know. What is, that was Thanksgiving? These so it's probably birds, turkeys. Birds. Some birds? birds, bad. Birds on that birds. grill. Did you ever imagine? Bad. That, that that boy bad would become a phenomenon a global phenomenon when yeah, and out. I've i've been blessed
4: man the people really enjoy it and uh shout out to greenie as well absolutely you're yeah get yeah, well soon
1: there greenie we're uh, we're having a good time here without you but we want you back as soon as possible for damian woody for global phenomenon harry douglas i'm dan graziano and thank you for watching get up first take starts now